gonna sing. You're not just gonna video me sing. Shoot, right? <laughs> okay. But we all gotta sing. Alright? Okay. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. Y'all look beautiful, you know that? <laughs> Give yourselves a hand. That, of course, was LeVar Burton of Star Trek and Reading Rainbow fame. He was being interviewed by Alicia Levy, the CEO of Reading is Fundamental, on stage at South by Southwest EDU last week in front of, I don't know, seven or 800 people. And it was a really fun conversation. And, of course, they broke out into song <laughs> right in the middle of the talk because everybody was jonesing to sing that that uh, catchy tune, of course, from Reading Rainbow. But I got to sit down with LeVar Burton and Alicia right after that interview, actually, in the press room, and we talked about their new partnership between Skyberry and Reading is Fundamental. LeVar started Skyberry in 2012 in an effort to bring the Reading Rainbow content that they had developed uh, over the years for TV to the digital world and to make it available for children everywhere. And so uh, we had a really fun conversation about what motivates them, you know, how they think about entrepreneurship, how LaVar's career as an actor shaped him and made him more entrepreneurial. It was a super fun discussion. I hope you guys enjoy it. Here's LaVar Burton and Alicia Levy. Thank you. I'll see you. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. You guys need anything. <laughs> okay. Otherwise, enjoy the rest I think we're all of your set. Day. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, okay. okay. That's great. Thanks. Okay, thanks so much, Liz. So where is uh, the mentors? No, the the brother. Oh, the brother. So <laughs> the not cute Good one. Yeah. Are we recording? Oh, we're recording, but that's okay. <laughs> he knows that I'm the cuter one. Uh, plus, he has a girlfriend and a beautiful dog, and so it's okay. Okay. He, uh, the scales he, balanced. <laughs> the scales balanced. Uh, he's in New York City, actually. So. Ah. He is at NYU at the Entrepreneurship uh, Leslie E-Lab. They have a big conference that they're putting on. So I'm going to have you hold, actually, the okay. microphone. For us, I'll hold the mic and I'll pass it back. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, they have a big conference uh, this week, and he's there. We like to say that our show is not just uh, about entrepreneurs. It's about any creator. Because entrepreneurship is creating something out of nothing, which obviously both of you know a lot about. I, I um, when I first got into the this end of the business and, and really becoming an entrepreneur and raising money, building a team, developing a product, launching it, all of that. Um, it seemed to be in so many respects foreign. What was really familiar to me was the hustle involved, hmm. right? And as a, a, a working actor, I've, I've always invested more time and effort and energy in the building of my career than anybody else. I mean, I think that 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 has to be the case. You can have agents or managers, um, but I'm always out there, you know, thinking, working, creating the next thing. My mom said about me that I, I, I had too many irons in the fire as a kid, but I, I think it's, it's all of those irons in the fire. My philosophy has always been if I've got nine irons in and three pay off, <laughs> right, then, I, then I've got something, yeah. right? So... What I didn't know was that I had an entrepreneurial mindset already. Uh, I just didn't call it that. I just called it being a working actor. Well, so actually, obviously, you have been a successful actor for a long time, but 
What do you think gave you that entrepreneurial drive? And the reason why I want to start there is because, uh, you know, you mentioned that your your mom, Irma Jean, passed away a year ago, and I'm really sorry to hear that my father also passed away a few years ago from, from lung cancer. But he was my inspiration. He was an education reformist in Belarus, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. He was an entrepreneur in the true sense of the word. Uh, and I know that I was uh, inspired by him all the time. And even from working in small businesses when we were little, when we emigrated to America, uh, it's what learned, what taught me that you can take initiative and make something out of nothing. So can you tell me about, I guess, your early days in childhood and how your mother specifically instilled that entrepreneurial drive? How did you know that you can just do things by yourself and take initiative and uh, take that risk and something might happen from there or you didn't know? It was all a, a you know it was all a part of the learning, and, and I, I think one of the things that that I got from my mom was the the need to recognize that, it, that you really don't ever do it by yourself, mm-hmm. right? That there there are people directly and indirectly involved in whatever success you achieve. Yeah, it's self directed certainly, but you don't do it by yourself, um, and that's a big difference. But so when you were, though, an actor and you were hustling, as you're saying, what do you think helped you the most in terms of surrounding yourself with the right people or finding others that could help you move forward? It was really the fluidity and the flexibility to know that that I was going to be okay, that I was safe in the world, right? And that gave me the opportunity to to fail, really, to, to meet the wrong people and to go down a path with the wrong people only to discover, oh, my God, that's not the right way to do it. Right? You know, <laughs> and, and then you have to make a change, right? You either you know back up and go back and start all over again, or or whatever. Our our failures are as as important as our successes in teaching us what we need to learn along the way toward living our dream. But what would you say to somebody that's afraid? They're so afraid that they can't even get started. They're afraid of the uncertainty. My my goal has always been to acknowledge fear as a part of the process, but to be aware that it's important to not let my fear paralyze me into non-action. Mm-hmm. Fear is a part of it. How you respond to the fear really determines who you are and, and, and how much you get done mm-hmm. on your agenda. Well, I might just, if you don't mind, not to interrupt too much, but everybody's not going to be an entrepreneur. Right. Their, their path, their journey isn't an entrepreneur or an innovator. But if you are, then you have to be willing to take a risk. Yeah. You have to be willing to know that you don't know exactly how you're going to get to the end. But you're going to figure it out. figure it out. And you're going to fail a little bit along yeah. the way. You're gonna, but you're going to figure it out, you know. Um, betting on myself is something that really comes natural to me. I'd rather bet on myself than anybody else. Mm. And I think that's very much in alignment with the entrepreneurial mindset, um, that I'm, I'm willing to bet on me. Um, and in, in order to get anybody else to bet on you, <laughs> you have to have a whole bunch of that. I'm willing to bet on me going for you. That's actually a really good point. I mean, we all have something unique to offer. We all have some kind of talent or skill. And at some point, even if there's fear and even if it's paralyzing you, you have to believe in yourself and just take that step because uh, not most people will not. And so even just taking that first step, I feel like, will already set you apart from everybody else. I think it's important to remember that wherever you are is only temporary. Mm. Even if you're stuck, it's only temporary. Right. If you're flying high, it's only temporary because you cannot sustain that over the long haul. I'm playing the long game. I want to leave something behind that's meaningful in order to do that. There are certain strategic 
ends I must achieve. One of them is, is longevity. Mm. In order to have an impact, you have to have influence, and longevity is a part of that influence. I'm playing the long game. Mm. I think That's it's, why this Rift partnership is so important to me, because that means that the Skybury service that I built, mm. right, with my team, it's going to live on. And, and millions of kids are, 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 are going to experience, you know, that, that little digital world that we created that's about discovery and exploration for emerging readers. To give them the confidence to, f- to follow their journey, right. to figure out, I mean, even the way, y- what you've just said is so um, empowered in the product that you developed, right? Because it's all about the child's exploration, the child's journey, selecting the direction that they want to go but having that foundational skill of reading to give them the confidence to strive because literacy is going to open doors to life for them, no matter what their path. It's the foundational cornerstone to, to becoming you know, your best self, who you were meant, designed, intended to be, right? Well, yeah, before I was ever an entrepreneur, I was a consumer of content. Right. I mean, that's how I learned. Yes. Because the beauty is there's mentorship opportunities. There's opportunities to surround yourself with other people everywhere. Mm-hmm. But even if you don't have those opportunities right now, Nothing's stopping you from consuming content. content from other people That's and right. learning from others that yeah. way. Uh, and there's so much of it available right now. Right? Well, LeVar talked about this in our session earlier, right? It's about storytelling. Mm-hmm. The, we should be platform agnostic. It's about the storytelling and the content and ensuring that that content is engaging and relatable. And um, diverse. And diverse. Represents all of us, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone can see themselves reflected in it. Not in every single story, but an, enough diversity in the in the content base that everyone feels seen. Yeah, what makes a powerful entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur, one willing to take risks, one knowing what problem they need to solve, right. and the audience that they serve? Right. That's creating content that serves various audiences is, I think, what you've done in an amazing way for your entire career. Mm. I do want to talk about, obviously, what you uh, two came here to announce, which is the partnership behind Skyberry, which you've been working on for how many years now? Uh, we launched it in the summer of 2012. Summer of 2012. So it's been part of your life for quite a long time yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, and, and, the, and, the, and the, you know, it was based on um, reading Rainbow. Um, it was the, the original exercise was to take a very popular television show and then translate it for the digital, a digital medium. Well, and so you were talking about uh, failure early on in the session mm. and how when you were starting something like this, it's kind of an unknown. Uh, who knows? I mean, it worked in a television medium. There's clearly an opportunity to get this content to more people through uh, an app and through technology. So you saw the opportunity. I saw the, oppor- I saw the potential, yeah. Yeah. But it was really a question of will, will it work? Mm-hmm. You know, can, can we just insert technology of today the tablet computer. When, when the tablet computer, when, when the iPad came, it was like, okay, I, now I get it. I get what we can do mm. here. We can combine the books and the digital books and the videos on one device and one experience, right? So that, that was really huge. Um, but y- you don't know un- un- until you engage. Once you get on the journey, you know, then the, all the problems that you'll need to solve Trust me, they will arise. <laughs> well, but, but you also activated your network. Over millions yeah. of people came along with you well, on this that was, journey. You know, that was it, it, when we did the, the Kickstarter in 2014. Um, that was engaging the network in a way that that was completely uh, overwhelming unexpected. and unexpected. Absolutely. Um, uh, at the time, 106,000 
people donated to the Reading Rainbow Kickstarter, and that was a record um, uh, of number of participants. But that was you know several years ago. But at the time, it 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 was it was a it was a record-setting effort, mm. um, and 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 to see all of those people who grew up on the show want to contribute and want to make sure that the thing that they loved from their childhood went on and was available to kids that they would never meet. That that was a a, a true demonstration of of the power of engagement. And I think you raised a million dollars in eleven hours. <laughs> that was supposed to take thirty-five days, right? We had given ourselves thirty thirty-five days to raise a million dollars, and we did it on uh, by by dinner time on the first day. Unbelievable! And ultimately went on to raise six million dollars. Yeah. But in the early days, were there any moments, and if maybe you can think of some, where you thought we might fail? Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> any specific moments you remember where you thought, "How can we get out of this?" <laughs> Moments where you didn't think that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, really. There are so many. There are so many, um, and and you know you live through them. Some you don't think you're going to live through, but guess what? Mm. You, you do. But you said something profound, which is, and I think both of you guys echo this right now, which is there's actually more moments of failure than not. There, yeah. There are more moments of there are challenging in life than not. There are more moments of being still than being surrounded by an audience of hundreds of people like you guys just were. Uh, and you just have to sit down and do the work and trust, right? Yes. Do the work, trust, and take care of yourself. Well, and I would add persevere. If yeah. I've learned anything from yeah. my yeah. amazing opportunity to spend time Absolutely. with you, is it's perseverance. Don't give up, you cannot give up. Ever. You have to know where, yeah. you have to know that what you're doing is the right thing for you. Right. And then you persevere. I believe everybody has a, a, a specific mission in life. We've all come here for a, a reason. Um, f- I found mine early on, um, and it's led me to where I am today. Uh, it's important for us all to identify why we're here um, and, and, then, and then have the courage to pursue it relentlessly, hmm. relentlessly. Because if you, are, if you are aligned with your true purpose in life, then the the universe moves in your favor. Well, something you said during the last uh, presentation is take the step that's in front of you. The next step will be revealed to you. I thought that was that that motivated me because obviously, again, we get into our own heads. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. There's a lot of uncertainty, but you need to take that next yeah, step. Absolutely. And, and again, that's very much tied to, you know, your belief in yourself, your your willingness and ability to bet on yourself, that your intuition, your sense of what you are trying to do is in fact the right thing for you to be doing and it's it's a positive thing for the world as well Mm -hmm. if you're in your purpose then what you bring to the table benefits not just you but benefits all those others concerned that's when you know you've got something and know that you're in a fall sometimes but you have the power to get back up always Mm -hmm. always get back up and that's where I'll circle it right back to literacy because the foundational element, if you have that basic building block, you always have the opportunity to get back up. Yeah, because the, the literacy connects us to our imaginations, right? And if you can imagine it, then you can create it. You can perform it. You can do it. If you can dream it, you can do it, mm. right? And it is, it is literature and our relationship with literature that connects us to our birthright as dreamers, Imaginers, we have to imagine before we do, before we create. So, Lavar, I mean, we have here as well Alicia Levy, President and CEO of Reading is Fundamental. Mm-hmm. Obviously, massive, impactful organization. Mm-hmm. Huge. 
I think, the exact right place where Skybury should be. I, I, I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> Did the right thing. That, that's, that's why this is such a good thing. That's why this is such a great day for, 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 for me, for, for the product, for, for Alicia and, 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 and her team, and for kids. I think we can we can look at each other square in the face and know we're doing something that's going to benefit kids. And it's going to have an impact, right? You, I've, yeah. I, I've, the time I spend with LeVar, somebody's always coming up to him and saying, you impacted my life in this way. I, I, I cannot go anywhere that somebody won't say, I was a riff kid. Mm. I got my first book, my favorite book, mm. my experience. These are organizations. <laughs> these are these are movements mm-hmm. that, that impact movements. people's lives right. well beyond our time with them. Right. Um, and, and our task, our challenge, our job is to make sure that we can continue that for the next generation. Play but the long game. That's mm. exactly right. One question I have is, and I know my audience is going to want me to ask this, is how did this relationship come about? Now, obviously, you were part of PBS for years. You come from PBS as well. Is that correct? That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. I Before I joined Reading is Fundamental, I was the head of education at the Public Broadcasting Service for many years. And now, is that how you guys initially got in contact, or how did this uh, ultimately bloom into this opportunity that uh, you have now? Who introduced us? Who who? How did that happen? Oh wait! Oh, you tell the story. Oh, what is oh what is her name? Um, so, so Riff is famous for doing these wonderful PSAs, right? And and what five, six, seven years ago, uh, I did, I took part in a Riff PSA um, that was uh, shot in Los Angeles, and um, and and that was my first time working with Riff, and then over the years we just kept seeing each other and then then when when this one came on board uh there was a real familiarity on my part from her time at PBS mm. and then when this opportunity sort of you know was put on the table it was like well all of the bona fides line up mm. they're the DNA in the mission of 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 both of of our efforts is the same um and we're working towards the same outcomes and um and this just seemed like the, the right thing to do. Well, that's the beauty of relationships is yeah. you never know when something can Leverage come from it. You know, that's why you need to invest. <laughs> you need to invest in it. <laughs> Leverage a network, y'all. Yeah. You know? Well, that's what you did when you started the company but, with your CEO. Yeah, right? you, 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 but, you, but in order to, to leverage one, you have to build one. Yes. Right? You have to build one. And, 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 it, and it, sometimes it takes time, right? It was not my intention to strike out and 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 work so visibly in a product that was distributed by PBS. That wasn't my intention. It was certainly an outcome of certain decisions that I made, mm. right? But it was all of that time that I put in at PBS that when when I was able to meet and and recognize who she was and what she was about, it was informed by all of those years coming from a, a PBS paradigm, if that makes sense. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I know now, just really quickly, I want to give a shout-out to uh, LeVar Burton Reads, the podcast that you're, you're recording season four? I'm recording season four now, yeah. And I also read that you're on the road with it now, right? You're doing live shows? I did. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm live touring. I did, I've done 13 so far, and uh, we're looking at how to incorporate more touring 
uh, going forward. It's something I really love. Wow. Um, reading aloud in general, but uh, but uh, doing the podcast and then doing a live version of it is a lot of fun. I think that's incredible that you're bringing that to the people. I want to ask how you get through that. I saw your wife was in the audience, so I'm assuming she travels with you and supports you too? Sometimes she does, sometimes she doesn't when she's able to. Mm. Uh, it's great when we can travel together. We're, we're, we were empty nesters until our 24-year-old moved back mm. home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> been there. I've been there. Um, but we do, we, we are at that stage in our lives and we just like hanging out together. Hey, family is incredibly important. I thank you so much for being on the show and talking to our audience because this is even uh, some of the things that we discussed. This is what motivates people. This is what makes people move forward. You're creating a lot of change. You already have been throughout both of your careers, obviously. But the fact that you're impacting children, the fact that you're providing this resource for them of literacy, this beautiful resource, uh, is uh, not to be understated. I think this, when you're talking about longevity, Mm. what better way to do it than to just help? Ultimately. One of the things that I've, I've sort of discerned along this 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 journey is that where um, where brands are concerned in in this modern era, one one plus one can equal five, um, and in the case of of Lavar Burton Kids and Skybrary uh, aligning itself with reading is fundamental. I, I think we have one of those situations where 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 our combined ability to be effective is greater than our individual ability to to have impact yeah i couldn't agree i couldn't agree more thank you so much laura burton of course of reading rainbow and so much uh, other incredible things uh, alicia levy president and ceo of reading is fundamental it was amazing to have you both on the show i appreciate your time thanks for having us thank you Awesome. Thank you so much. Okay. Done. Yeah. Very smooth. Very smooth. You're right. We do need to take this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ever want somebody uh, to, if you ever want twins on stage with you, I'll just say we will always say yes. That was great. Thank you very Thank much. You.